1: This is They Will Kill, a true crime podcast. I'm Sadie Eck. And I am Courtney Eck. And it's nice to be here today. Heck yeah, it is. We love you
0: guys. We love spending this horrible time with you. Real quick before we start, we always keep the banter to the back, but one quick announcement for those of you who don't make it through the banter. We have an updated merch store and you guys, oh my God, oh my
1: God. It's a treasure trove of amazing things.
0: (laughs) It really is. We'll post about it. We will have posted about it on our Instagram before this goes live. So if you want to get a little sneak peek, head on over there. Otherwise, go to our website, link to the shop. Prepare to cry of cuteness. (laughs) And thank you to Deli Mozingo for, for the vast majority of the cuteness in there. There is a they will pill. There is a corn cop sheriff. There is a... A beautiful, adorable option uh, for a "they will kill" shirt that doesn't have like, skulls on it. Mm-hmm. Ugh, so go over there if you want some Christmas gifts. If you want a little corn cob shirt, shirt for yourself, if you want, there's a bitey and a snappy. You got.
1: Just go yeah, over there. Go. It's so check good. it yes. out. Yes, yeah. Hammock Island postcard. Go, <laughs> go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, announcement done. Now I'm going to talk to you about something that I don't know if I'll ever wrap my mind around. Mm -hmm. This is the despicable, heinous, unforgivable murders of Lynette and Kayleen Keller. Peter Keller was born in North Bend, Washington in 1967 and had a fairly average life growing up. He enjoyed exploring the endless green of the Pacific Northwest and people who knew him said he was pretty reserved and introverted. Peter met Lynette Roca in high school, but Lynette was dating someone else at the time and wasn't interested regardless. They reconnected two years later through mutual friends, and she said that she'd actually given up on love at the time and wanted to focus on herself and her plans for the future. But when she reconnected with Peter, quote, he was so sweet and we became like best friends. Around a month after they had become friends again, Peter started talking about marriage and kids, but Lynn, she preferred to go by Lynn, told him she wasn't ready for marriage and that her parents hadn't had the best relationship, so she didn't want to follow in their footsteps. Mm. She said that she knew she wanted a daughter though because she'd had a reoccurring dream when she was a little girl that she was going to have a daughter one day. They continued to hang out as very close friends, And Lynn said that she felt so comfortable around Peter and that he really helped her overcome her shy nature. Eventually, Peter's sweet nature won her over, but she thought at the time that she was going to be moving and didn't want to start a long-distance relationship. Her sister encouraged the match, though, quote, So then my sister, we were getting along at the time, she really liked him and she said, Well, you just gotta, you know, you're going to regret it if you don't. So I was like, okay. So they started dating and a little over three months later, he brought up marriage again and she said, where's my ring? And so they took a trip to JCPenney and picked out a ring. (laughs) (laughs) As soon as they got back in the car, quote, he asked me to marry him. And I was like, of course, I'll marry you. And I grabbed the ring and I put it on my finger and I was just so excited. Oh, God. Oh, God. Lynn and her twin were born on May 28, 1970, in Pomona, California, and the family later moved to Aloha. Aloha is it Aloha, Oregon or Aloha? I think it's Aloha, right? Mm. I think anyone so. in any Aloha-ins? Aloha. 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 I think it's Aloha, where she graduated from high school in 1989. She spent a good deal of her adult life in Portland and Washington State and was an avid crafter, jewelry maker, doll maker, scrapbooker, and, quote, had a talent for combining colors and textures in her art that she made in her extensive craft room. She loved cooking traditional Mexican food and played a mean game of the card game push. (laughs) She made a small living selling her creations online and made videos on YouTube to promote her work. In 1993, Peter and Lynn were both 22 and living in Portland when they found out they were pregnant. Lynn said that the doctors kept telling her that she was having a boy, but she insisted she knew it was actually a girl. Mm -hmm. Everything she bought for the baby was for a little girl. And then on June 28th of that year, they had their daughter and named her Kayleen
1: Like, no, you're wrong. Wrong, Yeah, she's telling the doctor
0: was like, I don't know why you're arguing with me about this. And she's like, I'm positive it's a daughter. And he's like, it's a son, ma'am. You know, Uh Manifested, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) Lynn called Kayleen, quote, her dream come true, and said that even if she wasn't her daughter, she would want to know her. No. I know. The family moved to North Bend, Washington, where Peter had grown up, and Kayleen was a great student who loved the environment and exploring nature with her dog, Dino, and her friends. She, quote, baked cookies that could tempt anyone off of a diet, (laughs) had a boyfriend named Connor, and also loved computer gaming. She graduated from high school in 2011 and had enrolled in a local college where she planned to learn about building computer games. The Kellers were described as a very normal, loving family, and Peter refurbished computers for a living and loved making video diaries of his life, so there are lots of videos of all of them teasing each other and enjoying each other's company. Lynn injured her back in a serious accident at work and suffered from chronic pain after, so focused her attention on scrapbooking and crafting to take her mind off of her struggles, and she also made YouTube videos where she posted her creations swaps that she did with other crafters and her small craft supply business and she also announced giveaways. She also wanted to help people through crafting and was excited to make videos to connect with people and introduce them to her favorite hobbies. In the video she made to promote a giveaway to celebrate her anniversary she explained how excited she was when Peter proposed to her and what a good husband he was and that he honored his vows and stuck with her through the hard times. She explained how Peter would clean the house and cook for them because she wasn't able to most of the time because of her chronic pain. He would buy her crafting materials she wanted and that he stayed with her throughout her struggles. What Lynn and Kayleen didn't know, however, was that Peter had a secret life. No,
1: Peter, no, Uh, you don't have to do it. Just have a real life. Just have a one real good life.
0: His secret wasn't that he was having an affair or had another family. It was that he had been building a secret bunker. <gasps>
1: oh, yeah.
0: In the dense forest near his
1: home. Oh, no. Have you I seen know. this psychopath?
0: Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Yep. Peter had an interest in survival skills and started planning and building the bunker around 2003
1: Yeah,
0: as a place to store supplies and materials he would need in an emergency situation.
1: Oh man, I am so happy you're doing this story. I was not prepared for the story. It's so fucked. And there's not a ton of information about this. I spent
0: a lot of time on Lynn's YouTube to piece together more about her life because of right. course- this psycho has been widely studied for good reason. Right. And I'll tell you why in a moment, everyone that doesn't know this case, but. <laughs> oh, God, it's brutal. So his sketches showed that he eventually wanted to include a laboratory where he could study viruses. Oh, God. Which I think is a real clear insight into his mind.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He used a rope and pulley system to drag massive beams into place. It had an elaborate foundation. and had PVC pipe diverting water into the shelter from a nearby stream. It was also two stories. I don't think I added that in the case because I've learned about that later, but it was impressive. He called the bunker Camp Keller and carved a space into the hillside that was perfectly camouflaged in the foliage and was large enough for him to live comfortably for a long period of time. He said, quote, this was just something I've wanted to do, probably since I was a teenager, is to make a home underground so I don't have to live around people. (laughs) He spent thousands of dollars and countless hours constructing the shelter, and he'd hike an hour in carrying a 30-pound pack filled with supplies that he needed. He also carried in enough supplies to build a kitchenette. Enough food and drinks to last a very long time, including a, quote, emergency vodka stash, a generator to power the home, a homemade wood-burning stove made out of a trash can, tools, and a full bed with pillows, comforter, Mm -hmm. everything. What likely started as a hobby started to change as Peter neared middle age and became frustrated with, quote, trying to live and pay bills and live as a civilian and go to work. And the thought of living alone in the wilderness and, quote, robbing banks and pharmacies and just taking what I want for as long as I can started to really appeal to him because, quote, at least it'll be exciting.
1: No, it dude. won't be boring. No, no, mm-hmm. you don't get to. No, Mm-mm. stop. Go stop. You got to stop right now. Oh, <sighs> he added,
0: quote. I don't have to worry about Lynn, Lynette or Kayleen and everything will be taken care of.
1: Mm-mm. It'll
0: just be me. God
1: damn it, man.
0: Yeah. Listen, fucking hatchet. Listen, <sighs> I, too, had fantasies. Thanks to all of the books they read us about oh orphan children in the wilderness. <laughs> it was <laughs> such a theme in the early 80s. So I get it. much. All Wild wildfang Hatchet. Fucking yeah. the kid who lived in the bus that was just, also our age. That right. we just we was like indoctrinated into us in the
1: eighties and nineties that we were at some point the boxcar children. Laura Ingalls Wilder. I know that she wasn't abandoned in the wilderness, but she was a pioneer. She taught us a lot. We yes. had a lot of we had a lot of wilderness skills in the eighties. Absolutely, 90s. I could go churn some butter right now.
0: Yeah, I could turn a <laughs> I could turn a boxcar into a home. <laughs> I could carve out into the mountain with my fucking. Rah, scraw. What was it? A phoenix? <laughs> What's it called? A <laughs> falcon? Yes, I could domesticate a falcon after my plane crashes on my way to stay with my dad in Alaska or whatever, and totally.
1: all, I'm, 100%. all I have is the hatchet. <laughs> like we get it, we get it. Then go be your little wilderness survival self and leave your family alone. Yeah.
0: Guess what? That's the thing about the Pacific Northwest. That's the thing about the dense wilderness. If you disappear into it, nobody's
1: trying to find you. No. Or just tell your wife, I'm sorry, I don't want to do this life with you anymore. I'm going to go live in my survival bunker. And she's going to be like, oh, my God, I'm heartbroken. And Mm -hmm. then she'll remarry and or whatever or not. She didn't want him in the first place. She didn't want him in the first place. She very clearly
0: didn't. She did not need him. And he had convinced her that that she did. By throwing her these scraps of $20 at a time to go to Michael's and get her ribbons, and she talks about all the time on her YouTube. Mm-mm. Yeah.
1: No, I, I can't. Okay, I'm going to have to stop yelling about it because it makes No, me it's, there's a lot mad. to yell
0: about, and there's
1: going to be more to yell about okay. soon.
0: He said that he feared Lynn would bleed him dry financially and apparently he wasn't willing to keep providing the supplies that made his sweet gorgeous wife who remained positive through the extreme pain so happy
1: bleed <laughs> <laughs> him dry yeah mother jesus lord help yep. me yep
0: yeah and she was like i don't know i'm not a member of the crafting community but it seems like a lot of what she did was swap with other people. So I'm assuming they're like, hey, I'll send you stuff I'm not going to use or that I've mm. used most of and I have leftovers and so smart, so resourceful. And then they'd swap these things back and forth and then make a video of what they got from each other. And so it was cute. a whole, yeah, it's a whole self-sustaining little universe. And her craft room was to be admired. I yeah, was drooling <laughs> to imagine having this whole room Full floor to ceiling of all the things that you could ever Mm. want to make your little creations. Mm -hmm. And she was so good at it. She sewed stuffed animals. She made these little dress forms, decorative dress forms, paper flowers. Extremely impressive. And she would have been fine without
1: him. Yes.
0: Fine without him. (sighs) And so would have Kayleen. They don't, they didn't, yeah.
1: Yeah. No, you move on. You figure it out. It's fine. You just... You don't, get, you don't get murdered over it. No.
0: So the darkest part about Peter's plans was that he created extensive video blogs where he shared all of his innermost thoughts and plans, including what would have to be done for him to fully retreat into his hidden bunker and live a life of total solitude. And you guys, it looks like you're watching a YouTube video. He's just out there setting up the thing, filming himself digging these trenches. It's mm-hmm. like any influencer of any kind and just talking to the camera about refurbishing a home or decorating a home or making a fucking cake. But he's saying things like, quote, I wanted to get a video log in because we haven't done the part that I'm not looking forward to. I am getting pretty close to that time. I'm guessing probably a couple of months away, maybe three. So yeah, I know I can. Once I do this, I can either die then Maybe something will happen, or maybe a few days or weeks or maybe even years. My goal is to make it 10. But that's the hard part, to not care about dying and to still care about this project. No. Part of me has a hard time even imagining doing what I'm going to do. But as I think about it, I always come up to the same conclusion every time. I'm starting to get more okay with it. Other times I feel like I'm more than ready. I've tried to make it in this world, and it just isn't happening. I'm 40 now, and I'm running out of time. 40. Yeah. Uh, I'm okay. Okay. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Courtney. <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't even question it anymore. It just seems like everything makes so much sense now. You know, the more I thought about it, the more I understand it. I don't really feel bad about it. It's just the way it is. You know, certain things happened to cause this to happen. So I just kind of accepted it and I'm just rolling with it. No. Yeah. Around this time on Valentine's Day of 2012, Lynn posted a video to show off the flowers Peter had gotten for her and bragged that he'd gotten her extra because he knew she'd want some for her scrapbooks too. Mm. He included a card with money for her to buy the supplies he knew she wanted about two weeks before he carried out his horrible plan. Peter made a video that required several takes. So he just kept, they kept all of the drafts of this video are on the hard drive, but he retook this multiple times. <laughs> but essentially, he said, quote, well, it's about two weeks before the end. This is going to be my last video probably before. Well, till after that. It's about two weeks before I finally drop out of society and start this project. Fully commit to this. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. and just imagine like taking multiple takes of that. Like, I'm just going to make sure that I present this in the best way. (sighs) Like, who do you think is going to watch this and be like, "Yeah, wow, dude, bravo. Wow, good. You really stuck to
1: your craft.
0: Yeah, you really saw the plan through. You really inspiring the nation i don't like what who are you talking to <laughs> and Ooh. i'm
1: just i'm just I'm, I'm just it's so oh i'm trying to find the right words but as a woman in her 40s married to a man yeah the amount of work and time and resources and like commitment yeah and i'm so I'm picturing her, yeah, feeling safe and supported, yeah. and probably not perfect relationship, but not I'm assuming not expecting her husband to be plotting her murder, no. so he can go live in his secret boy bunker, yeah, and how does that happen, and why, and fuck that guy
0: she very clearly didn't see anything
1: coming out, oh, and that's so scary, yeah. Very scary. Mm.
0: Very scary. And it, and it's clear that she has her accident, she can't return to work. There's super limited information about this case. But I did read that she was collecting a disability check. So she did have a small amount of income coming from that. And she was really like committed to this crafting stuff. And I know that it's an expensive hobby. And I'm sure she wasn't clearing like tons of money on it. But between him, quote unquote, like sticking around after she was injured. Listen, I am somebody whose spouse has had a lot of health issues in the last three years. It's extremely fucking difficult, but mm-hmm. never once, ever, for one second, my only concern has been her happiness and her comfort. Absolutely. And I remember there's a point where she was in so much pain that she couldn't get off of the living room floor for two months. And that is not an exaggeration. Mm-hmm. And and we I had shifted my mindset to okay this is our new life this is how we live now if Laura is bedridden for the rest of her life thank God in heaven she is not she has medication works Mm -hmm. she's been able to treat it etc but yeah I very very quickly shifted and I was like okay and she and I talked and she's like if I can't paint anymore I am mentally preparing for what the next phase of my art artistic career is like she needs to use her hands she couldn't use her hands she can now thank god again but yeah you if you love somebody that it's just not an issue it's an honor to have had that kind of love and have that kind of partnership
1: mm-hmm.
0: is the most Special, mm-hmm. magical, important thing in the entire world. There's nothing more precious to me in the, on this earth than what I've shared with my wife. Absolutely. And so
1: and then you add that and a child together, and he's planning ugh. to do this to his daughter. No. <laughs> what? How? Please, well, somebody tell me how. Please. How does that happen? And how do we feel safe in the world? Yeah.
0: No, and that's we're always like, how does this happen? What was going through his mind? We get to hear tell. it. Oh, you, oh yes, good, we get but to know. It's but. not going to make you feel warm and no, comfy. No, of course comfy. not. FYI. So on October, so on April twenty second, twenty twelve, at around eight forty five a.m., several people who lived in the same mobile home park as the Kellers reported hearing an explosion and then seeing flames coming out of their home. When firefighters arrived, they found Kayleen and Lynn in the bedroom, dead of gunshot wounds to the head, as well as seven gas cans, a homemade explosive device that had yet to detonate, and the front door had been blocked with stereo equipment and furniture. The fire had started when someone left a gas can on a skillet on the hot stove. Police immediately expected that Peter had something to do with his family's murders and started questioning family and friends about what could have happened. Kayleen's boyfriend, Connor, said that she had told him about her father's bunker, which he called Camp Keller, about two weeks previous, but they weren't sure where it was located. He also said that Peter had showed him his gun collection, which included several pistols and large caliber rifles. They found his car parked downtown with the keys still in the ignition, and he had recently withdrawn $6,200 from the family bank account. They were also like, maybe he's been kidnapped, mm-hmm. you know, if his, if his car is abandoned and the money's been withdrawn. They also subpoenaed Peter's cell phone records and tried to triangulate areas that he could have, that he had traveled to over the previous several months so they could pinpoint where he might be if he was hiding detectives knew there was a good chance that if Peter was responsible for the crime, he was likely hiding out at Camp Keller. And they were able to get a search warrant for the home and managed to recover several computers, hard drives and cell phones from the home. So let's all say a huge thank you to the firefighters who put this fire out so quickly. The women's bodies hadn't been burnt. It seemed like it was relatively untouched. And if that explosive device had detonated.
1: All of the evidence would be gone.
0: Everything would be gone. And the firefighters would have also probably died because they were like
1: climbing on the roofs to put
0: out on the roof to put out the fire and stuff. And so, yeah, God in the universe wanted Peter Keller to get caught very clearly. So when they reviewed the electronics, they found Peter's video diaries, which very quickly confirmed their suspicions that he had likely murdered his wife and daughter And so a manhunt was launched. Today's episode is sponsored by Book of the Month. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and to promote the work of emerging authors.
1: By offering just a few new selections each month, Book of the Month cuts the clutter, saves members time, and makes it easier to decide which book to read.
0: They offer new and emerging authors, which allow them to offer books that their members would not have found otherwise.
1: And they offer the best prices on new release hardcover fiction, as well as free shipping and loyalty reward program.
0: And when they say affordable, they mean it. I was just poking around on their site, and my God, that is a very affordable way to find new books. They also just launched curated audiobooks in addition to their hardcover selection so members can choose download and listen to audiobooks right in their app and we know people who are listening to podcasts probably love audiobooks so get on over there and pick one out you guys I am particularly excited because they have Lisa Jewell's novel. None of this is true. I've been waiting to read it because I have not had time to read it, but Christmas break is coming up, so I'm going to make time to read it. I love Lisa Jewell, if you haven't read her. Her characters are phenomenal. Her books usually have at least a bit of a thriller aspect to them, to full-blown thriller. She's a beautiful writer. I cannot wait to check it out.
1: And I'm excited for the early release of No One Can Know by Kate Alice Marshall. That was my second choice. Ooh, maybe we can switch when we're done reading them. No. Just kidding. <laughs> yes, I would love to.
0: So if you want to join Book of the Month, just go to bookofthemonth.com to pick a book and join. For a limited time, you can join and get
1: the first book for just $5 with code for you. That's just $5 for your first book with the code 4-F-O-R-U, Y-O-U. All one word, please, and thank you. Quote,
0: it's a little bit chilling because it makes you very aware of the fact that he planned to go into the bunker weeks, months, and probably years ahead of time. Oh, chills. Chills. Also indicates that he planned to commit the double homicide years ahead of time. No,
1: dude. Detective said. Courtney. Yeah.
0: yeah. And to watch his videos and then watch the videos that she was posting at the same time. And just, just being this little sweetie pie. No. Just doing Michael's unboxing videos and swap videos and fucking uh, giveaways in... In honor of her marriage anniversary. No. Yeah. She's like, I've been with him for 20 years. And that's what she tells the story of the engagement, which she very clearly had talked herself into over the years. Right. You know? Makes sense. Mm -hmm. Because she's like, oh, you're just proposing to me in the car. Okay. But I just grabbed the ring and I put it on my finger because I was too excited to let him, him even put it on my finger. I said, of course I'll marry you. And i like, oh, honey, honey, honey. <sighs> they also found photographs of the area around the bunker. And one was a wide shot of the mountain from downtown North Bend. And a power line was just barely visible in the photo. <laughs> they also noticed a couple of streams near the bunker. And so were able to triangulate two areas where the bunker would be located. They also received information that Peter's truck was regularly parked at a specific trailhead, and so over the next six days, police thoroughly searched the area by foot and by air. They were, able to spot, they were able to spot smoke from the bunker's chimney as they flew overhead, but since they knew Peter had a stockpile of weapons and didn't know if anyone else was involved, they knew they had to get a better sense of the situation before they tried to arrest him. And if you are law enforcement in the Pacific Northwest, <laughs> you know better than to go charging on into oh people's God. secret bunkers. We've mm-hmm. learned that lesson mm-hmm. very thoroughly. Thank you very much. Yeah. They surrounded the area and then a team dropped a gas canister into the bunker in the hopes of flushing out who was ever in, whoever was inside. They waited for 10 minutes, but no one emerged. So they decided to throw a grenade near the bunker, but still nothing. They finally lowered the officers into the area to surround the bunker, and they announced their presence and told them to come out with, the, with their hands up. Moments later, they heard a pop inside the bunker, and so they broke through the roof to gain entry. Inside, they found Peter dead of a self-inflicted gunshot wound. In one of the videos, Peter had said, quote, I do have my escape, and that's death, he said with a laugh. I can always shoot myself, and I am okay with that. They also found, quote, more than a dozen guns, propane tanks, gas cans, binoculars, stacks of ammunition, and a
1: bulletproof vest. And how long did it take them to find him? Six days. Oh, my God. So you got to be your lost boy self for six days.
0: Yep. I hope it was super fucking duper worth it, you (sighs) piece of shit. I just was imagining him too. If you're somebody who hyper focuses on things, Mm -hmm. like the building of the thing, we all know anybody with ADHD, not to say that people with ADHD kill their families to continue to hyper focus on things, but we know what that feels like. Like the building of the thing is so much fun. And then once you have the thing, you lose interest in the thing. Totally. So I was just imagining him like being so excited to move into this bunker and then getting into his dirty, Dirt bunker with no light. There's no light once you get in there because he's got to close it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a little sad, like uh, lantern. You could barely see the interior of the bunker in his videos because it's so freaking dark and dank. Of course it is. And then just getting in there and being like, and just sitting there.
1: (laughs) Yeah. What are you gonna do now, buddy? Yeah. Just sit. Just sit there. Um, Well, gotta um, uh, heat up my beans now, and yeah, I gotta. You no know, get the Gather my water firewood. like what what yeah yeah and it's again like you-, you can do that go ahead and just leave your family and say i'm sorry i gotta go live in my weird dirt bunker but that's not yeah. what this was about it's about control absolutely. and i totally understand
0: wanting to live out of society sure. i totally understand that yeah but there's absolutely no reason you can't do that on your own no The cash that was found in the bunker, which CNN reported was tens of thousands of dollars. So he's like, Mm -hmm. oh, Lynn's going to drain me financially with her $20 I give her once a month to go to Michael's. Tens of thousands of dollars in the bunker. Was used to start a memorial scholarship in honor of Lynette and Kayleen, and the bunker was dismantled and destroyed. Quote, Lynette Louise Roca Keller and Kayleen Nicole Keller were vivacious and creative individuals who will be missed deeply by their family and many friends. Lynette was active in the crafting community and loved to share her paper crafts with others. Kayleen had dreams of being a video game designer and wanted to attend DigiPen Institute of Technology in Redmond, Washington, to ensure that her memory lives on, the Roka family has established a scholarship fund in Kayleen's name that will be geared towards individuals who emulate Kayleen's persona. Mm. The scholarship established at the Seattle Foundation will be used to support students who have similar interests in attending DigiPen as Kayleen had. I think the Seattle Foundation is no longer. No. Um, I tried multiple links to find that. Scholarship, but it, I, can, I don't think the Seattle Foundation is active, and so I don't think that the scholarship fund is active anymore. All I right. was going to link to it, but I couldn't find it. So if anybody has any information about its existence, please let us know, and I will post it. And so why exactly did Peter spend all of his free time building a secret bunker and feel the need to kill his innocent wife and daughter before eventually killing himself? I will leave you with his own words on the subject quote, you know, as I do this for hour upon hour, it's like I just sit here and think about stuff. Think about how did I get so fucked up? How did so many things go wrong? I don't think it's all my fault. I think it's more my upbringing, my shitty family life. I was just too ugly. Nobody cared. Yeah, basically last year has been really tough on me. I've been coming up. I've been coming to terms realizing just how pathetic I am. And there's just no hope. It's been tough. Wasn't interested in anything anymore. Couldn't motivate myself. All I could do was work on this. It was the only thing that could make me feel better. But I think I've come to terms with it. I'm starting to feel better now. I'm not quite sure why exactly. If it's just that I'm getting this further along, or maybe I've just come to terms with what I am, my situation and kind of working through it, I guess it's because I don't have anything. (laughs) I never did. No money. My looks are horrible. No personality. I mean, I'm okay with it. It's just that I understand now very clearly this is the only thing I have. Oh,
1: my God. Uh...
0: And that, my darlings, no, Courtney, no. yes, is the unforgivably, horribly, most disgustingly, despicably bad thing I've heard in a long time. Oh, my that, God. Is the, that is the case of the horrendous murders of Lynette and Kayleen
1: Keller. Holy shit. Just let's real quick back up to his words. If that resonated with you, go talk to somebody about depression, A. Because it sounds like that's what that was. Yes. Deep depression. You don't have to build a bunker and kill your family.
0: No, exactly right. Yes, that is exactly right. There's lots of ways to be medicated. Oh, my God. To seek (sighs) therapy, group therapy join a fucking r- racing club yeah. running team yeah. join a survivalist group not a militia please <laughs> oh, <no>. please <laughs> you can have a militia but just be like a
1: chill militia that doesn't yes. you know
0: Portland's full of
1: LARPers. you could go be a pioneer larper like,
0: 100% yeah go live in a fucking bus and kill your own self in a bus in the sure. winter in Alaska you, by well, all that's means fine. Yeah.
1: yeah wow <sighs>
0: He clearly had skills. That's the thing. This guy was good at what he did, not fuck him. But also you have this stunning family, this loving, beautiful, creative, intelligent family who love you, who are interested in you, who have given you fucking everything. And there's not as much available about Kayleen because she didn't have full YouTube like her parents did. Mm -hmm. But The videos of her and her dad, she's just giving him a hard time. She clearly enjoys him. It's just disgusting. It's chilling. It's disgusting. I can't begin to wrap my mind around it. To have this, to have such a gift. Imagine all the people out there who just don't get to have that. Yeah. Don't have that love of this, like, stunning family who are... You know, a woman who is and you can there's videos of her. She goes on there and she'll say today's a bad day. She's so obviously in so much pain and she still goes on there to check in with people and explain what the status is of things that she had planned to do, but wasn't able to do in time because of her chronic pain. and, And we all know what it's like to be in pain. If you are in pain and you don't want to do anything, that is fucking fair. You should not have to prove yourself and have to do this whole thing. But this guy who thinks that she is such a drain on him, she was not a drain on him. And if yeah. she was, get over it, dude. Right. Leave her. Go, go away. You don't have to. Yeah, that's you're an adult. The delusion of it. Wow. It's, it's just so infuriating. I feel so fucking sorry for her family.
1: Absolutely. For their family. Can you imagine? No.
0: <sighs> Give her to me. Yeah. can Yes. As a stranger, I would take her. Give her to her parents. Give her to her twin. She yeah. had a twin. No, dude.
1: Please. It's so upsetting. Yeah. It's so upsetting. Yep. And when I think about my time of depression. Yeah. All I wanted was to escape, yeah. And I didn't want to hurt anybody in that escape, and I didn't want to hurt myself. Sure, but it's what I thought about the most. Of course, Ugh, you did. Just wishing, having. I understand yes. that feeling. Yes, but what he did is unforgivable. There's no justification for that. Ever. Period. Done.
0: No. Well, and the thing that kept you going and kept you in place was the love for your family. Yes. Yes, because that was stronger than your need for your own comfort and your own escape from things that were uncomfortable for you, right? You pushed through them, you leaned into them, you sought help. And now you have a better life than you ever imagined you totally. could have had.
1: Because that's, and what I talked to my spouse about it. And I, <laughs> you know, like I talked yeah. about it. And I eventually it took some time. But yes, yeah, I just cannot imagine I Oh, God, She's also somebody, and I'm sure she did this out of a feeling of obligation because it
0: clearly made her feel like she needed him. But she's also somebody that allowed him autonomy, which is really a special thing. It's a special Mm -hmm. gift to give from a spouse. Codependence is much more common in our society. We're also built to think that your spouse is the only thing you need in the world, which is like the craziest idea ever that's one of the things I value the most about my relationship is our independence and our autonomy from each other Mm -hmm. is allowing each other to have our own separate lives I trust you I want Mm -hmm. you to have your own life I don't want you to feel like everything has to revolve around me but at the same time like we honor what we have with each other
1: and every couple makes their own commitments Yes. I'm pretty sure that Lynn did not commit to him. No,
0: but she did allow him to have this thing for himself. She understood that it was important. She gave him that freedom. She trusted that he was who he said he was. And he was this supportive husband who supported her, gave her her craft room and supplied her with the money to continue to afford to be able to do the things she loved and Mm -hmm. pretended like he was doing it because he loved her. And he wanted her to be happy, but he really was just distracting her and ingratiating her to him Mm -hmm. and making her think that she needed him. And then to ultimately use her as an excuse to justify his fucking behavior. Yeah. Which is the grossest thing to me. We always want there to be some sort of answer to the question of why these things happen. And we want it to be because of some like, secret, deep thing that we're not, we are not aware of, but it's just as simple as he is just a selfish Mm -hmm. shithead
1: Mm -hmm.
0: who hated his wife and hated his daughter. And hated himself. And hated himself and punished hundreds or thousands of people as a result. Yeah. Fuck. I know. Dude. (laughs) Do over. (laughs) rewind and just let him have been possessed by a demon because I need it to be demon possession, but Seriously. it's just not, it's just no. not, it's just, it's
1: just bad. It's just badness yeah. and selfishness. Oh God. I know. Oh, I wasn't prepared. I've been seeing things pop up about the story a lot and I remember yeah. hearing about it before, but yeah, I've yes, been like, Oh, that's a terrible story. Moving on. Thank you, Courtney. Thank you.
0: I know. I almost. <laughs> I have been very
1: it. curious about it and yeah. wanting to know more. And so I appreciate not having to be the one to do the work to find out about it. So thank you.
0: It's a. I almost abandoned it because it is one of those ones where you're just mining through mm-hmm. weirdness to try to suss it out. And thank God for Lynn's blog. I would have abandoned it if it wasn't for her yeah. YouTube. Because I was like... Where, how did they meet? If her stuff didn't exist, I definitely would have abandoned it because then it would have just been extremely vague and weird and been like, and they met somehow, and then three months mm-hmm. later, they got married for some reason. You know?
1: <laughs> then they
0: killed her. We don't know why. <laughs> yeah, and luckily she was pretty open about a lot of their life
1: on yeah. her YouTube. But, bleh, Oh, caught. man. Jeez. Where do we go from here? Because... I just want to go lay down. <laughs> yeah. Just go look uh, at your husband's and be like, um, yeah, we good. We cool. Uh huh. And how do you uh, know? I don't know. Cause you can say, yeah, we're great, babe. And then you're like, Oh, mm, uh, really though? Really? Yeah.
0: Hypothetically speaking,
1: how likely are you to have a hype, a uh, uh, hidden bunker, murder bunker?
0: If you have a murder bunker, just FYI, you can just go live in it. I won't tell anybody you're mm-hmm, gone. Mm-hmm. I won't come looking for you. No, I our daughter's grown.
1: There will be one no child support.
0: Single shit. Oh, and this is the other gross thing I realized. So he had left the hard drives in the house, assuming they would burn up or blow up, right? Mm-hmm. But he could have taken them with him mm-hmm. and ensured that nobody would ever know where he was. So he obviously... Was not that concerned about surviving this. No, and more than anything, he wanted people to see his super Marvel, cool I,
1: Totally, a hundred percent. That's what. Yeah, this all just, just screams narcissism um, AF and death. Like the he was planning a suicide ultimately. Yeah, he wasn't planning to survive really. No. Yeah, he just wanted to play out this fantasy, mm-hmm. kill his family. Yep. And then let people marvel at his wonder of this stupid-ass bullshit bunker.
0: Yep. Because he did it, guys. He did it. He spent 20 years (laughs) digging this trench, spent every weekend from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. His wife gave him the freedom every weekend Mm. to go from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m.
1: out to his little man bunker. In the course of deciding to live your life looking at true crime cases, I tell Ryan often, if you ever decide this isn't working like you and me, let's just go ahead and call it quits. It's cool. You don't need to murder yeah. me. Definitely don't need to touch our children. Just let's divorce. Yeah. I'll figure. Yeah. We can figure it out. We can make it work. You yeah. need some money? Don't kill me for the life insurance, please. He's like, I don't plan to. And I was like, that's what they all say. I, How do I trust you? <gasps> I don't. <laughs> I, yeah, it's
0: just, it's a weird It's a yeah, it's a weird thing, because it does happen. And it like feels like a crazy thing to be like, are you that person? And I would like to think that my spidey senses are strong enough at this point that I can recognize somebody who's potentially
1: dangerous, mentally, emotionally, physically, but yeah, shit happens, man. Totally. And I think that the victims in most of our stories, the ones that are caught off guard really thought they knew their person.
0: And you know? especially because it's like ninety percent of the people who kill the wife is
1: the husband or the mm-hmm. boyfriend. Totally. Or someone they knew. Well, thanks for nothing. Thanks for everything. Gross. That yeah. sucks. And I'm so, so sorry to their it's family. Like I can't even sickening. begin. Yeah. Yeah. It's sickening. Oh, okay, where do we named. go from here? Where do we go from here? Um, name time? Well, name mm-hmm. time. I have a correction I have to uh, throw out there oh, real quick. Oh, you're uh, going to get your lashings. I am. So uh, you probably didn't. We You probably thought we were done talking about Jim Jam. And <laughs> <the> Jim <laughs> Jam is what I thought it was called. Never done. Never done. So I had coffee with my friends uh, the one who mentioned, who told me originally about Jim Jam. And I was like, Hey, listen, you didn't tell me about the car. Yeah. Jim Jam's car. And she was like, Oh no, I fully did. Because that's the whole point is that I live next uh, to this weird guy with his weird uh, MAGA car. And I was like, well, I miss that. I'm sorry. Cause sometimes my little ADHD brain, once you say something and then I go off in my own brain, I don't know, mm-hmm. I miss the rest and I apologize. And I yep. said, I talked about it on the podcast, talked about Jim Jam and the and the shimshams, And she said, oh, no, it's Jim Jam and the Scrim Scrams. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey. <And I>, okay. <laughs> okay. And then this morning, she sends me a picture. Scrams. Scrams of a pen. It's like one of the, it's red and it's a ballpoint pen. Mm-hmm. And it says Jim Jam and the Scrim Scrams. <laughs> God.
0: Yeah, can we, How many Jim Jam and Scrim Scram pens can we get? Not that I, I want to support him if he's, you know, like a
1: like a, hates gay people or whatever, but. I'm thinking we just make our own pens. <laughs> Will we get sued by Jim Jam and the Scrim Scrams? <laughs> <laughs> and I texted her, I said, I'm so jealous of your pen. And she wrote back, it is a very good pen. <laughs> 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 is it cursed? So, is it I don't cursed know pen? but how I'm going to I'm going to get I'm going to get care of my friend to get me a pen. I need a pen. I need Jim Jam to give me a pen.
0: Well, it's just I can't remember what it's called when you not an earworm, but it's kind of like an earworm. It's mm. part of neurodivergence where you say, th- you have to say things out loud. Like mine was Dakotas Crawford for a minute. <laughs> Jim Jam and the Scrim Scrams is very much, very much one of those things that I yes. want to if say. I see, if I see Jim Jam and the Scrim Scrams written down or you say it, I have to then say it yes. to you because it's and so aw- comfy. And I'm just imagining thousands of people around the world right now
1: saying Jim Jam and the Scrim Scrams out loud because you. it feels so good. Do it. Guys right. do it. And I thought that Shim Shams was pretty good, but honestly, Scrim Scrams is better. It's way better. Yeah. Way <laughs> and better. And what is a Scrim Scram? I, I
0: don't yeah, well, because Shim Shams kind of made sense. I mean, if this guy's like a MAGA guy and he thinks, you know, things are shams, like that makes exactly. sense. Shim Shams, but Scrim Scrams makes no sense.
1: <laughs> no, I picked it like he a... he wants
0: the scrims to scram. Are we the scrims? Is, yeah. Are I we picture supposed to
1: scram? I mean, honestly, it brings up images of like... Muppets. Yeah. Like he is in a band with Muppets. Yeah. Or, D-
0: or like mo- mops or, du- yeah, like fraggles that he's, yeah, things he's created, like a, the Chuck e- Cheese. And he's the human, the live human, and there's the scrum, scram. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Totally.
1: Like animatronic. Yep. Um, yeah.
0: Did you know that Chuck E. Cheese was invented by the inventor
1: of Atari? I think I did know that I've watched a, uh, some showbiz pizza documentaries.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. It was showbiz before I forgot about that. So yeah, I think I actually did know that. <laughs> and did you know that there was this legend that all of the ET Atari games had been buried in the desert? Did you hear this part? No. So he did this, like a star Wars Game and it was a huge success. Okay,
1: I have heard about the ET. Keep going.
0: Yes. And then Steven Spielberg was like, hey, I want an ET game, but you have two (laughs) weeks from conception to completion. Yeah. Two weeks yes, <laughs> to make this game. And so he did it, but it was like such a colossal failure. It was like the worst ever game. Wasn't it also incredibly hard?
1: Like very, Atari very... Atari was
0: fucking hard. Yeah, but this period. was unwinnable. Probably, yes. Yeah. But it was a huge failure. And so there was this legend for, since then, since we were born, that... <laughs> They had taken all of the E.T. games and buried them in the desert to get rid of them to, 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 so people couldn't have access to them. And it was true. This team recently, like with the support of this guy, he was part of it. He was like, yeah, let's go figure this out. Like went out into the desert, figured out. I can't remember how they figured out where. The the games would be, but because it's in this part of the desert where they like tested nuclear bombs, (laughs) it required multiple levels of government
1: (laughs) approval. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: And they were like, you can you can dig one hole. Like they had got you know, the 17 agencies to sign off and they all agreed, okay, yes, you can look, but you had, you can dig one hole. Wow. And if you, you know, I'm sure there's parameters They couldn't just dig one hole that was, you know, two miles wide. But right, they started digging and they found, uh, Holy shit. they found a joystick first. They saw the red button of the joystick
1: <laughs> and then they
0: uncovered just thousands and thousands and thousands of Atari games most of which were the fucking E.T. game.
1: Wow. That's amazing. (laughs) I just love that. Gotta hide it, it guys. Quick,
0: take him out to Nevada,
1: (laughs) This was a a huge mistake.
0: (laughs) (laughs) they cannot be known for this.
1: if we bury it quick they'll never know what happened
0: uh, you know it's like Elon if Twitter was a physical product oh Elon God. would be burying it in the desert right now <laughs> should but try.
1: it's
0: sad it's just out there we just all have access to it and
1: know what's going on yeah can't just call it something different and think people will forget about Twitter
0: <laughs> give it the worst ever mm-hmm. logo ever this mm-hmm. is the most crip, clip artist you know he did it he was like mm-hmm. staying up late on Adaptogens or whatever, <laughs> God. jamming out on Microsoft Paint and made. Oh, yeah, there it is. That's it. That's gonna blow their minds. Max, <laughs> like have you all looked of at it's... that
1: logo? Has anyone looked at that logo? No, I guess I. I find myself just pull compl- it up. Okay, I will right now. Yeah, it's terrible. It's <laughs> so terrible. <laughs> Oh my god. Who Okay, he has billion literally billions of dollars. He's
0: literally the richest man on earth, quote yeah. unquote. I don't believe that for a second. I think he's broke. But that is what they
1: came up with. Wow. Phone. That's amazing.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Amazing. Yeah. Bury it
1: in the desert, Elon.
0: It's done. You're done. It's done. Okay. <laughs>
1: We covered he a lot of ground. Time? We covered yes. so much ground. Jim Dam and the Scrum Scrams. Um, yes, hmm? name, name time. Yep. Let's name do it. time.
0: Someone was listening to DNA ID, and someone tangential to a case was called Norman Dickensheets. <laughs> and they said, "So I googled it, and it's real." R.I.P. Norman F. Dickensheets. You lived a long, hard life. <laughs> <laughs> Hugh Bean which is cute on its own but then they also clarified where he been where he been where he been Hugh Bean the Harry Balls Government Center named after Fort Wayne's longest running mayor (laughs) Sadie sent me this when there was a contest to name the new government center. And the front runner was Harry Ball's government center. <laughs> Fort Wayne was like, I don't think we're going to let that be in the running. I don't know what
1: the outcome was, but that's I mean, like don't open up a contest like that if you've had a mayor named Harry Ball's
0: <laughs> for a very long time. And right. also people who live in Fort Wayne. Please confirm or deny. Was Harry Balls reelected so many times based simply on the fact that his name was Harry Balls?
1: I, I would like to assume so.
0: Right? Mm-hmm. I, that would get me to the polling. I mean, I I vote, but that would get me to the, the voting booth if I didn't. Uh, injury law office in someone's town called Feelin petty. <laughs> Phelan Petty. P-H-E-L-A-N. Phelan Petty or
1: to your happy price, price.
0: line Someone went to school with a boy named Major Raper. What? Oh, God. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, beauty shop, another one. Curl up and die. I would yeah. like a map of all the curl up and dies around the world.
1: Please. Take him visit them all. Yes.
0: <laughs> Scooter Corkle. What? Oh. Are you kidding me? Please name me Scooter Corkle. <laughs> Wet Wong Slack in East Yorkshire. Oh, I think it's a road. Wet Wong Slack in East Yorkshire. And I think this one has come up before. Whip Mawatma Gate. I'm pretty sure I've said the uh-huh. word Whip Mawatma Gate. It's a street in York, which is where Ben is from. And I'm going to beat the shit out of <laughs> him for not telling me <laughs> there's a street in York, which I, he doesn't listen to this podcast. He wouldn't know about name time, but you should just know that he needs to share just, that with people when he met. I am from York and that's where Whip Mawatma Gate is. <laughs>
1: Oh, man, my, my my mind went to dark place. Like, why are you hitting me? You don't understand. You don't <laughs> you understand. Bet. Get over How here. How could you let me down? <laughs> Get over here. I've got a score to settle, Ben.
0: <laughs> Poor Ben. <laughs> sweet, sweet Ben. Uh, some store names. Bread Pit. <laughs> lick lick her shop i'm assuming like liquor shop like her shop wow fart
1: (laughs) did my six-year-old name that one fart
0: (laughs) fucking chinese fuking chinese (laughs) cafe bitch nah (laughs) that's obviously thai and i don't normally include Four names, but that one is fucking fantastic. B i c h n g a bitch nah, <laughs> or Vietnamese. That's probably Vietnamese. I don't care. Bar and grill. <laughs> uh, someone had four principals. I imagine going to a school that has four principals. Sadie and I had, didn't even need a whole principal in our no. tiny, tiny school. No. Their names were Green, Blount, Miller, and Light.
1: <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> mm. And they did make t-shirts in honor of those war principals. That's amazing. Dr. Janelle Rolo Coaster. No. Yes. Yeah. Renee Bean Wiper. I feel like <laughs> Bean Wiper has come up before and I want Always. it to come up again. Yes. W-Y-P-E-R. Someone went to school with Jeremy Bates and they found it highly amusing that when he received his exam results, the letter was addressed to Master Bates. <laughs> <laughs> Someone in a town, a tattoo shop, employs two men named Ben Butts and Todd Cox. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and real quick, this one's a bit of a thing, but I was looking at Christmas presents for my nephews and there was like a Spider-Man retractable web getting toy. And I didn't really get them like toys this year because they've sort of moved beyond the point that they play with toys and they just end up in the landfills. But these are like, you know, web shooters. Right. So I was like, maybe I'll make an exception. So I'll read the reviews. <laughs> and I'm reading these reviews and I'm like, I don't think these are real. <laughs> so here's a here's a quick, uh, here's some names and a couple of the reviews. Joshua Wizcox, Wizox, Wizox. And Wizox comes up multiple times. But Diana or Dittina D- is hitched. One sucker is mad on the third day. That was a review. So I was like, oh, oh. Um, what? Yes. Joshua Wizox. Detina is hitched. One sucker is mad on the third day.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, don't uh, buy that toy. Or no. do.
0: <laughs> Mrs. Yvonne Gol- Golgowski. Super Toy Boy. Delighted. I recommend fast delivery. Super Toy Boy, says Mrs. Yvonne Golgowski. Rosa Gisleson says, okay. <laughs> Uh, Estelle McClure, DVM. Allison Yunt. <laughs> Jackie Desklonski. No. Yes. Doreen Schuster, the first, says negative zero out of 10. My son is very happy with his spider silk. Super recommended, fast delivery.
1: Very good. Wait, negative zero out of ten. Negative zero out of but ten. She loves it.
0: My son is very happy. I'm like, well, that really does um, such a double negative there. Because it's wow. a five star review. Negative zero out of ten. <laughs> what? We're not on a ten scale. Listen, and that's not how this Doreen, works. Doreen Doreen Schuster the first. I mean, there's so many things you need to explain. <laughs> We're not on a ten scale. I didn't even actually pick that up. But from now on, people are like, okay. well how do you feel about it negative Negative zero zero wait does that mean 10 then (laughs) dr dr muriel Whitting. (laughs) no sydney flatly said the glove is nonsense (laughs) five stars five stars the glove is nonsense oh my god santiago king the first dr gary tillman (laughs) shoot well (laughs) suction cups don't hit much but it's okay (laughs) ebony mccullough senior all good her review all good ebony mccullough senior candace walkert (laughs) carol trump phd no uh... yes (laughs) delbert welch and carol trump phd this bitch got a fucking phd to school got herself a phd in her review okay <laughs> she's tired from writing her dissertation yeah. apparently <laughs> willis El- eltonworth <laughs> <laughs> mrs jeremy Abernathy. <laughs>
1: can leave me. I'm gonna pee my pants. I
0: was like shaking the bed. I was laughing so hard reading these at night, like in bed my wife's asleep next to me. Oh my
1: god! I'm just imagining the chat. The Chat GPT, like, dude. Like what give AI me some generator good reviews? Yes, With American Jeremy believable names of Abernathy,
0: <laughs> Eula Lempke MD. Oh my Re- god! Yes, Eula said, "My little one's charm." <laughs> Ella Simonis. Very well, it says. No. Yes. Beatrice Feeney, DVM. (laughs) Better than expected. What's a DVM? I don't know. I need to look it up. Benjamin Erzner, the second. (laughs) Muy Bien, said Benjamin. Benjamin. Muy Bien. (laughs) Alfred Flatley. Uh... (laughs) Leonard Framy, terrible PS <laughs> said. Leonard Framy, <laughs> terrible, terrible PS.
1: I don't piece of piece shit, of but shit. Five stars.
0: Yeah, pop five stars, of course, of course. Mrs. Lucas Wizza, Mrs. Carrie Orn, <laughs> Angelina Wizza.
1: Ooh, yeah. Family. It's a family affair.
0: Yeah. Like, honey, did you review that Spider Man toy yet? Oh, I forgot. <laughs> But they're I did, lesbians. But you too. Oh, but they must be sisters because it's Mrs. Lucas Wizza and then uh, Angelina Wizza. Um, Albert Gaylord, of course. <laughs> Agnes Pfeffer. <laughs> and here we go. This is where it gets real good. Oh, because I, I it's almost not been died. Good I almost died. No, trust me iris legros dds yes. bro, bro, bro.
1: i was wondering yep. if they were going to bring a dentist yep. into the i mix. couldn't believe
0: it <laughs> i couldn't believe it randall quiz quits q u i t z o n quitson randall quitson oh, leah lemke cheryl Fay dds yes lydia langosh <laughs> natalie showalter oh, just never ends. No, William Goodwin DDS, <laughs> Hazel Kurtzman, <laughs> Hector Ebert, Dana Marquart. <laughs> 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 Bill Wizox, <laughs> Alonzo Feast the First. <laughs> Oscar Lushke. <laughs> Neil Friesen. Whitney Barrows. Paula Camarata. C-U-M-M-E-R-A-T-A. Oh my god. Mrs. Gerald Gerald Franekski Hattie Satterfield. Mr. Hugh Roble. Miss Myrtle Ramo Guerra. Uh-huh. Uh, Kelvin Comerata II, wow. Luz Erdman, <laughs> Angelica Rice, Doctor Lamar Anderson, Miss Wayne <laughs> Withenheiser, Mrs. Miriam Stuber, Clyde Kulas, <laughs> Eddie Goldner, Donnie Sanford, Dorothy and Cunding, <laughs> William Quitzon. Isabel Williams, Tony Walker, Ernesto Friesen, Brent oh, Nicholas, Judy Bosco, DDS, <laughs> Caleb Nicholas, Kelvin Torp, <laughs> Yavon Torp, <laughs> Jesus Hill with three L's, Miss Kenneth Akuneva, <laughs> and last but not least, Crystal Clacko. <laughs>
1: That should have come with a trigger warning for possible heart attacks. Nation, what is happening? I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. We have to order it and see what happens. I
0: could, and then put a a review. (laughs) Like, did everybody just cut, is there like a TikTok where everyone's like, all right, guys, we need to review this toy. But everyone has to just name themselves the craziest (laughs) thing you can think of that would be great but (laughs) i think we should start a a tiktok and be like i found this this was clearly generated by ai but we should just do this for real for some product and just like blow it up like some small business but everybody has to give the craziest names dana (laughs) marquard
1: lydia (laughs) Langosh. I start doing it for our own reviews uh, on Apple yeah, and then people will think they're fake. <laughs> negative zero out of 10. Negative zero five out of 10. stars. <laughs> it's my little one's charm. <laughs> what,
0: Corey Dack. I mean, it's just like, and at first I was like, oh, that's funny. Oh, that's a funny review. You know, I'm like, okay, yeah. obviously this Weird. was not written by a human or <laughs> You know, like they just made all their employees write these reviews or whatever. But then I just kept going. I was laughing harder and harder. like got the DDSs. The further I went in, Carol Trump, Ph.D. Like, what? <laughs> What's happened?
1: It's So oh good. Oh, God. Well, thank you for that. Thank You're you. You're welcome. Yes. And thank you. And thank everyone. Oh, my God. I um. Just, wow. <coughs> yeah.
0: Yes um oh my god these oh wait these are running so long every time I no I really didn't. um let's give a double dose of patreons next time for christmas a christmas dose Ooh, we got a bunch I'll... of new patreons thank you guys so much yes. for signing up i'll
1: try and it out again how about we? you'll do three i'll do three next week
0: yes yes if there's anybody who wants sadie to do three
1: we can let her know i'll do i'll sing it t- to a christmas song of your choosing <laughs> <laughs>
0: Pick, I don't want a lot for Christmas. (laughs) Um, Yes, we'll do six next week, three and three. So if anybody wants one, and if you sign up now, we're about to send out a new batch of goodies. And Mm -hmm. some of those goodies are going to be from the new March. There is corn cob sheriff stickers. You guys, not only is there one corn cob, there's a a regular corn cob just chilling. There's a corn cob sheriff saying, (laughs) yeehaw. And there's a corncob sheriff holding a lasso that spells out <laughs> yeehaw.
1: I mean, get one of each. Thank you,
0: Deli. Thank you. For your Deli. genius.
1: You're amazing.
0: Yes. So go check out the merch. Sign up for Patreon. You could get a corncob sticker. Corncob Sheriff sticker. <laughs> I'm gonna get a they will pill mug. There's they will pill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like overwhelmed by it. I'm like, Me I too. don't I I don't even know what to get. I got the real Bitey and Snappy sweatshirt. Just a panic purchased it right away. (laughs) But I want every, because I want everything else and I don't, I'm like having freeze from figuring it out. Well, we'll all order
1: bits and pieces
0: and we can always get more. No, for sure. Well, and I wanted to order something just to test the the printing, make sure it's not Mm -hmm. shitty and, uh, And also is waiting for Delhi to send the rest of the genius. And now that all the genius is in, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm I'm probably just going to get one of everything.
1: Yeah. So keep if you have suggestions, I think we're going to do special drops, merch drops Mm -hmm. here and there through the year. And um, you want to see something, we can make it happen. Definitely.
0: Oh, and those of you who suggested the things Mm -hmm. that we picked, we will be announcing who you are and get you a link so that you can order the things that you want. Yay! Yay! Or that you won, that you suggested as as merch options. So if you want to get in on all this fun, guys, get on over to Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Not nope, so much Twitter. Not Twitter. TikTok, <laughs> the other T1, or YouTube at They Will Kill. You can go to our website, theywillkill.com, and you can email us at, at
1: theywillkillpodcast at gmail.com. Yep, you can rate, review, and subscribe to us. Please do. If you... Wanna give us zero out of, negative zero out of ten um but actually five stars, that would be really helpful. That would be very funny. That would be very funny.
0: Yeah. Just like cupcake with a K. We got tons of cupcake with a K. We got tons of sex gangs. Remember that back oh, in the God, day? yeah, I forgot about sex gangs. <laughs> So a new one, negative zero out of ten. Subject, <laughs> negative zero out of ten. You have to do it on Apple Podcasts. Spotify doesn't have a. You can't write out your your review if you are not on Apple Podcasts. I think it's you know like if you don't listen to us on Apple Podcasts, you can still
1: review us on Apple Podcasts if you have <laughs> if access you want to. to. Yeah, so oh, negative Lord. zero out of ten as the subject line. Go. <laughs> Go oh, do it. It'll please. be funny. <laughs> but then, but then do five stars if you like this. <laughs> yes, please. And yep. uh, thanks, AJ Burgantz, for your music. Thank you so much. And remember,
0: <sighs> Jim, my voice charm, my sweet voice <laughs> <boy's> charm, negative <laughs> zero out of ten. The poetry of what was the first one? And remember. Tatina is hitched. One <laughs> sucker is mad on the third day.
1: <laughs> if you play that backwards, it's going to like unlock the portal to hell or something. <laughs> Ooh, we, okay, love we love you. you. We'll see you real soon. Thanks for being here. And Goodbye. 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 goodbye.